You're listening to Success Up North. This podcast is a way for me to document my journey searching for success as a grower, family man, and business leader. I'll link with other leaders to highlight how they manage to do the boring work consistently and create their own version of success. Success is relative, but to me, it means relationships, families, teams, products, and solutions that get better every day. I'm grateful for you tuning in. Something I've been thinking a lot about and it's come up in conversation a few times is my diet. And I don't even know if I'd call it a diet any longer. It seems like it's more just a, a lifestyle, part of my lifestyle. Um, but folks look at it funny and uh, think it's a little bit crazy, but it has a lot of um, reasoning and it, it works for me. And so I want to share a little bit about the journey and then like tie it into uh, some of the things I see with other growers and uh, friends of mine that are growers and, and growers I've worked with when it comes to to nutrition and diet. I mean, growers are always focused on plant nutrition, right? Why aren't we focused on our own nutrition? So uh, a few years ago, well, I, it was, shoot, it was right after COVID popped off. I got bit by a tick and didn't realize that I had been bitten by the tick for a number of days. I got really sick. Uh, they couldn't figure out what it was because I didn't realize that I had gotten bit by a tick and I didn't realize it would, you know, potentially hurt me like that. So I was kind of in and out of the hospital during that crazy COVID time. And then I was in the hospital for three good days on crazy heavy antibiotics uh, because I had a bacterial infection from that tick. Throughout that time in the hospital, you know, no visitors because it's COVID time. And, uh, I was kind of delirious the whole time I'm thinking, well, this could be it. Um, or that could have been it for me. And it was like this wake up call that, Hey dude, um, you know, you're somewhat happy. You've got good things in your life, but are you fulfilled? Do you, do you really feel like you're the best you could be and you're putting your best you forward? And the answer was no. And it seemed like one of the things I really needed to like start with was foundationally my health. I was obese, uh, maybe even morbidly obese, I guess would be the, the category, uh, definition. I was not exercising regularly. Uh, I had, you know, the insulin roller coaster constantly of tired, hungry, energized, anxious, all of those things. Food was a drug, uh, literally was a coping mechanism. And that time in the hospital was like, poof, holy crap, you got to make a change. I didn't really know how to make a change though. And so I don't know where I stumbled on it, but uh, intermittent fasting became my focus. And at first it was difficult, but I was able to achieve, you know, 16 hours of fasting and then an eight hour feeding window. And over time I, I got better at it and I got to 18 hours of fasting. And then I got to 20 hours a day of fasting. And then I finally made it to one meal a day. And it seemed like this progression that uh, followed 
my progression uh, of happiness. And, and I don't know uh, if that makes sense, but like as I got better at intermittent fasting, as I got better at controlling my food intake, both like volume, timing, and what it was, uh, I became happier. And I think that's a lot of things. One, I was being more disciplined and I had a habit and I think those things were rewarding. You, you see the impact and the effect. Uh, number two, I mean, like I was physically uh, putting better stuff into my body at the right times for me uh, strategically. And I think just that intention drives a lot of uh, well-being, whether it's mental, mental, uh, physical, you know, gut health, all those things combined. And so that was, that was massive for me. But I think it also like gave me freedom. And that's something that I don't know if people really talk about when they describe the, the impact of intermittent fasting and what it does. Uh, and, and I'll get into what it does professionally, but like it gave me freedom in the sense that I wasn't like tied to food all the time. I didn't have to think about what I needed to eat in the morning and like have to make a hard choice to eat something healthy versus something like a donut. I didn't have to make a hard choice at lunch, whether I was going to go out with the guys and have pizza and strombolis and things like that, because it's harder to make those choices in the moment and under peer pressure and all of those things. So it's much easier, although it sounds crazy and people look at you and they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? It's easier to not eat. And by getting past uh, those situations, I started to feel better physically, mentally, right? So like I mentioned, I'm in control, not the food when I'm intermittent fasting. I'm not riding the insulin roller coaster. I'm not constantly thinking about when I'm going to eat and what I'm going to eat. Something that's very interesting about intermittent fasting that's a, a very cool uh, feature is that if you haven't eaten all day, whatever's in front of you when you do go to eat, you're probably going to really, really like it. Chances are, for me at least, and, and I'm not a picky eater, but holy crap, after 24 hours of not eating food, you better fucking believe I am going to chow down on a salad, even if it doesn't have dressing on it. It tastes much different uh, when you've had that much time in between a meal. And so like foods that I might not eat because I never had the you know appetite for, I will eat and enjoy. So it's almost an opportunity to train your brain on different foods and, and, uh, you know, getting a liking of eating those foods. Uh, and then from a professional standpoint, I was just talking about not needing, you know, to make a hard decision at lunch. It, I also don't need to go to lunch. I don't need to have business lunches. Um, yes, I love, having conversations with people and, and, uh, spending time together, but I'm also extremely ruthless. I'm trying to be as much as possible with my time and, you know, two hours of time spent in traveling because we live here in Manistee. You got to go 20 minutes, one way to get food and 20 minutes back plus an hour, hour and a half of eating two minute or two hours out of the day. That's two hours of most likely non-productive time. I mean, yes, you're going to get some productivity. You're going to get some relationship advancement. You're going to get that, uh, you know, that social impact. But when we're talking about getting the most done here on the farm and for the business, 
in the time that I'm here on the farm, I need it to be impactful. So like not eating, I can skip business lunches. Instead, if it's a business lunch that uh, needs to be had, it can be moved to a business dinner. I love eating dinner. If they're going to be in town for dinner or they can stay in town for dinner, let's make it happen. But I don't have to go to lunches. There are some exceptions and uh, I'll go to lunch and not eat and just enjoy the company. I, I say I get full on the company is what I tell people when they're like, oh, you're not going to eat. Um, but, you know, getting full on that interaction is is the way I try to deflect uh, their concern with me not eating. Um, I also enjoy just that feeling of discipline. Like it, it, you kind of feel different and I don't know how to describe it, but you feel different and you know that by you being different, it's going to impact you in the long term. It's like a form of delayed gratification. And so I really enjoy that. Um, and you know, there, there are some downsides. People will talk about downsides to it. Right. And, and they'll say, oh, well, you know, you're not getting the right nutrients, uh, vitamins, things like this, um, or it's going to hurt, you know, an organ in your body. I, I don't know. Long term, um, you know, I, I've been doing it for, what is it, two and a half years, I guess, uh, somewhere in there, pretty consistently. I've taken periods of time off and gotten back on it. Um, I don't feel like I've got anything going on and all my blood work's been good uh, since I've been on it and my blood work the last year uh, and, and the, you know, health checkups that I have. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Now, one thing to note, um, you can be a little bit uh, creative with your intermittent fasting. I am in the sense that um, the things that I do during my fasting period include taking uh, mushroom supplements, uh, capsules of dried uh, powdered mushrooms, uh, reishi, cordyceps, uh, turkey tail, uh, lion's mane, sometimes uh, cubensis. But uh, I also will drink black coffee. And uh, in the morning when I first wake up, I'm drinking a liter of uh, electrolyte solution. Uh, and the uh, company that I, I drink and I really like is a no sugar uh, product called Element, L-M-N-T, uh, just the letters. Um, shout out to them. I'm in no way being compensated, but they rock. Uh, and I drink it religiously every day. If I'm not drinking it, I don't feel the same. Um, so that kind of gets me going, right? Take the mushrooms first thing in the morning, drink some coffee, and, and it kind of fills my belly. Um, so maybe that's a cheat code. Um, maybe I'm not getting the full effect of the of the uh, fasting. I don't know, but it's worked for me. And and when I say it's worked for me, I've just highlighted all of these things that it's doing you know, emotionally, um, uh, physically, mentally, uh, professionally, right? Like not wasting time on lunch, not having to decide what I'm going to do for lunch. Like all of those things, um, not having the insulin crash or, or whatever it is, the, the crash after eating. Like I used to get super tired after eating lunch and not be productive after that. So like, okay, so I go to lunch with someone that's two hours. And then after it's an hour of being unproductive, that's three hours. Holy shit, man. That's more than one third of my day being spent unproductive. So for me, the intermittent fasting gives me the power to be more productive from a professional standpoint. Uh, I don't think I'll do it forever. I don't, uh, and I don't know why I say that. I mean, maybe I will. Um, it won't be a forever always, 
because there'll be times where I need the fuel. A good example is uh, during harvest season when, you know, we're working 70, 80 hours a week and we're out in the field uh, really getting after it with rain, cold, sleet, mud, snow, you know, all these things. Hot, dry. Yeah, it happens in northern Michigan. I definitely got to eat something during the day while I'm getting after it. And it's that high intensity of a, of a situation. Uh, so during this past harvest, there was about a four to six week period where I was eating uh, at least one meal during the day and dinner. Um, but very quickly, once things slowed down, I got right back to intermittent fasting because I saw some of the downsides of not doing it, um, as the, the season kind of, uh, finished up. So I'm back at intermittent fasting. I don't think I'm going to stop anytime soon. If I do, it'll be for just a little while. Um, all the benefits outweigh the, the, uh, negatives, uh, any negatives that I perceive, uh, other folks might have other negatives that they can bring up, but for me, it's working. And, you know, it took, uh, me a long time to find it, but being able to use intermittent fasting to get all those benefits and like the real icing on the cake is being able to lose over a hundred pounds and be, um, you know, the same weight I was as a high school senior and um, feel like uh, I can do whatever, whenever, and however hard they want to go with my kids. Uh, I think that was one of my biggest intentions with um, my transformation and the continuing transformation of my lifestyle is uh, to be able to um, be that dad that goes and chases after the kids or rollerblades or ice skates or skis or, uh, plays basketball or, you know, any of those things. Um, I, I really want to be there with my kids, enjoying them and, um, what they love. So intermittent fasting has allowed me to get to that point and feel good, uh, doing it. So, um, from a standpoint of, you know, other growers, I mean, how often are you trying to find time to eat something during the day? What if you didn't have to eat? right? What if you trained yourself to not do that? Um, maybe you don't even need to lose weight, right? Maybe, maybe you just need to maintain or, um, you don't want to lose any weight and you, and you want to like gain some muscle and things like that. Then it's just about calories. Like you can still fast and this, your feeding window be fucking huge, right? With a ton of protein and, and the things that you need during that time. And, and no way am I a, um, health or, uh, nutrition expert. This is not nutrition advice in any way, shape or form. This is just what's worked for me. Um, but, uh, for the other growers out there, it's something for you to consider. And if you have any thoughts on it, questions, you want to chop it up, you know, where to find me. Uh, I'm grateful for you listening to me talk about the impact that, uh, nutrition and focusing on it has had for me. Um, and I'm looking forward to the feedback that y'all have. Until next time, just grow with it. You were listening to Success Up North. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. The true litmus test of this podcast impact is what listeners say about it. If you found value in this content, please share it with others. If you'd like access to video and written content like this, let's connect on LinkedIn. Until next time, 
just grow with it. <laughs>